Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Fantasy Football Frenzy Weekend Edition right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, my main man, George Kurtz. Taking your phone calls also, you got Dynasty, Keeper League, whatever you got, we got you covered. Draft Day Strategy, 844-843-6879, telephone number to get involved. George, it was good to see some uh, preseason action on TV this week. How many of the games did you get to see? I'm the kind of guy, Corey, uh, one thing that's great about the NFL Network, you can turn on it at any time and you get him play them over and over again. Yep. So that's what I do. You know, that's it. During the, uh, the shows, I've watched what Carolina Buffalo Jets are on now. There was a game earlier this morning that I, I watched the Cowboy game live. Uh, I'm, I'm sick like that, that uh, I still have to watch even the preseason games. And I'm also crazy enough where uh, I don't know what day the Cowboys play this week, uh, but let's, let's say it's not on live. I'll actually look up the uh, schedule on, uh, on the NFL Network to find out when, it, when they're replaying it and I'll record it. Um, even though yeah. I'll know the score, I'm not gonna, I can't avoid the score, but I want to see the game. So, uh, yeah, I'm silly like that. But like I said, I, I have the three TVs above the fireplace, so one will have the NFL Network on so I can see the games. It, it gives you a buzz. It just, I feel differently today watching the games this morning than I do on a normal Sunday. No, I, I agree with you. Listen, I, I like to watch them too, and I get the NFL Network, and I, I just sit back and throw them on. Like you say, at some point this week, I'll catch all of them or some bit of all of them, but it's definitely good to have football on TV again um, this, this um, upcoming, you know, well, not this preseason, especially after missing the sport for so long. Uh, this Charger-Cardinal game, not really a lot to see here, uh, George, but Mike Williams, second-year wide receiver Mike Williams, Five targets in this game. Um, I'm liking Mike Williams as a – can I call Mike Williams a sleeper? I don't think you can call him a – listen, truthfully, I'm not sure we can call anybody a sleeper. We all talk about everybody. But I don't even think he'd be in that category anyway. Former top pick. We know about him. Uh, I like him as well. You know, I think they've, uh, they've stated – they sort of want him to replace Hunter Henry in the offense as far as that big target red zone guy, which is intriguing. They, they're hoping that him and Rivers can build that chemistry because they like what he can do in the, in the end zone. So that builds up his value a little bit there because now we're looking at someone that Rivers may be targeting in the end zone. You know, I don't know. As we know, Keenan Allen's the main guy there. And right now, technically, Tyrell Williams is ahead of him on the depth chart. But if, if this is going to happen, if they really are going to target him in the end zone, he moves above Tyrell for me. You know, no because doubt. I don't think Tyrell's going to be a big – Tyrell's not going to be a big PPR guy where he's going to catch a whole bunch of balls. And if he's going to catch – if Mike is going to catch six to eight touchdowns or even possibly more in this offense, and especially with that defense, I think uh, – I almost said San Diego again. The Los Angeles Chargers offense is going to be on the field quite a bit. I'm going to like Mike Williams a lot. And also, I think it's the most important thing. I think he has more talent than Tyrell Williams, and I think that talent eventually wins out. 
I agree with you on that one. I think it is a situation where the talent wins out. I'm not really tripping off of Tywell Williams, but I am going to have me a couple of shares of one Mr. Mike Williams. Um, Another interesting name. Do you think Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon can become like Devontae Adams and Tevin Coleman? No. Not okay. quite to that degree. You know, I think uh, – but that being said, he Eckler is more than a handcuff. He's not a, a legitimate handcuff. I don't, I don't like taking pure handcuffs because I want guys to cover my bye weeks and at least give me five to six to eight points. Uh, and I think and that's, what, that's what Eckler is. They've already say, uh, said that they like Eckler, that he, uh, he will get a couple of series all to himself, you know, to give Gordon a blow, give Gordon a rest. So and, uh, that's about what I figured for him. But he's not someone who's not going to see the field unless Gordon gets hurt. So that's why he's not a handcuff. But he's not quite Coleman. There'll be packages designed for Coleman to be out there because yeah. he's a really good player in his own right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like I said, he's between – he's after uh, – he's not Coleman who's, gonna, who's good enough to draft in, in, in the eighth round like you did. He's good enough to draft there. Ectago is going to go around three rounds later, but he's more than just a pure handcuff. He's more than just a round 14 guy. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one too. I just try to see maybe if, you know – <clears throat> what kind of thinking you were on with him. I think he's a very interesting player, and I know they like to use him. So, um, But like you said, I agree with you. I don't think they like to use him that much, but I think he should be owned in 12-team mixed leagues. I, I really honestly do feel that way uh, 100%. Let me ask you I a question, back- Corey, before you Go- move on. Let me Go ask ahead. you a question. Um, how do you feel? Uh, Eckler's the perfect example. Not Coleman and Freeman, but Eckler. You have Melvin Gordon. Uh, now, I don't know how your feelings are on handcuffs in general. I don't like drafting handcuffs. I already said that. But Eckler is somebody I wouldn't mind if I have Gordon because it does, A, it gives me the handcuff, and B, it gives me that bye week filler who could still get me some points here. Do you like having, I guess, those kind, kind of guys, two guys on the same team on your fantasy team, or do you like, nah, I like Eckler, but I'd rather have somebody on the Cardinals because I don't want to have two guys on the Chargers. It depends on what offense I'm investing in. I'm not going to invest in two Buffalo Bills. I'm not going to invest in two New York Jets. I think I feel pretty comfortable <laughs> investing in two Chargers, though, or two Green Bay Packers. You know what I mean? Can't imagine why you wouldn't trust the Bill, Bills and Jets offense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not yes, going to I, load I agree up. with you there. I'm not going to load up on Miami Dolphins. No. Uh, no. <laughs> there's, there's, I do the same thing. Like I said, I— even with the even with the Bills, Jets, I don't know if I'll, if I'll have anybody. But even with a team like the Bills, uh, I'm from, uh, I'm McCoy. I said Benjamin. I don't want both though. If I have one, that's I'm I'm done. If I draft McCoy in round three or round four, then Benjamin's pretty much off my board. I can just exactly. pretty much scratch him off because I don't want two gonna, Bills. They're, ne- they're never going to score that much to 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 um to facilitate both players being in your starting lineup. Agreed. Um, speaking of the Jets. What do you what do you think of their quarterback situation, their quarterback drama? Donald looked good. Bridgewater looked good. Maybe they're showcasing him for trade and used to got Josh McCown there. We're hearing a lot of noise. And it's only August twelfth. I mean, Donald's only been in camp for a little over a week that he's gonna start. Yeah. From day one. I don't know I don't listen. I find that hard to believe that they know. Not that it's the wrong uh, thing, by the way, but that they know this already after seven, eight, nine practices. Uh-huh. So I don't know how much I want to buy into this yet. I agree with you about Bridgewater. I think he's just being showcased, you know, to, for a trade to another team, especially if a quarterback were to go down. So I think that's what's happening there. I listen. I have no problem with the Jets starting from week one. None. If he's the right, I've already said it. I start my rookie when the rookie's ready. But McCown's a fine caretaker. 
You know, a good veteran who knows his role. He's not, he, it's not like he's Brett Favre who wanted to screw over Aaron no, Rodgers every exactly. chance he could because, you know, it's his job and screw everybody else. Which, by the way, that doesn't bother me either, but that's the way Brett Favre acted. McCown knows. He'll mentor the young quarterback here. So I, I, you start Donald when you're ready. The season's a bust anyway. So you just, I, I want to make sure Donald gets probably ten, at least 10 starts here. If it's week one, fine. I'm just surprised that we're hearing about it already. You know, from the media, after seven, eight practices, that he should be starting here. We need to slow the roll a little bit here. Uh, if I'm drafting, I'm not drafting either one of these guys. No, thank you. Oh, yeah, no doubt. None of those guys can be on the roster. I just thought was curious what you thought the New York Jets were going to do. Isaiah, I mean, Isaiah, Isaiah Crowell, Bilal Powell in the backfield. Crowell scores. I think Crowell has a full job to himself when he's going for a song in drafts. And once again, starting running back. They all have value. I don't know why. Uh, I understand it's the Jets. All right. But listen, heartbeat. He's going to run the ball. He's not going to run for the ball for 228 yards uh, for the season. He's going to have some value there. Uh, that, that being said, Crowell left the game with a concussion. You know, uh, it's already annoying because now you got to figure, oh, great. He might get another one at some point during the season. Listen, he's a running back three, running back four. Uh, yep. Is he should, he should he be starting for your team? No. He, I don't want him starting in one of my f- two slots. But a flex guy on some weeks, at the very least, a reserve guy who can cover your bye weeks, I'm fine with that. And listen, I like Bilal Powell, too. Same thing. He's going to catch the ball out of the backfield here. And listen, if, if Crowell's out long term, I like Powell a whole lot more. Let me ask you about um, Rex Burkhead. You like Rex Burkhead or Kareem or, or, Kareem, or Isaiah Powell? Isaiah Crowell, my goodness. Isaiah Powell, wow, we're going to combine guys. Excellent. I'm, I'm putting, that's what uh, I've been doing all morning, putting people's names together. I didn't realize you had that power. Uh, that's, that's an interesting superpower to combine two people. Exactly. Um, uh, it's funny, now I'm thinking Isaiah Powell too, by the way, thanks. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, I, I really hate the Bill Belichick guessing game. Really hate it. I generally don't do it, Corey. It's rare uh, that I have any <laughs> New England, unless the value's there. Like I said, I did take James White in the Roto-Wire League late. He was there, I think, my last pick. What? Okay, fine. You know, I'll, I'll, then I don't mind. But any kind of value, I'm not going to be taking Burkhead, Sonny Michelle, you know, Jeremy Hill, or Brandon Bold, or anybody else you can name there. I'm not doing it because I, I know there are going to be some weeks where I guess wrong. Oh, I think this is a Burkhead week. Oh, no. It ended up being Sonny Michelle. You know, because Bill Belichick doesn't care about your stats. Doesn't care about making people happy. Only cares about winning games. Right way to do things makes it incredibly tough for us. Uh, if all was healthy, I, I, I'd go the other direction. I understand Burkhead might be the better player. I just hate the situation. I would go with the Jets. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I know, and, and it hurts me too, but I think you nailed it on that one. That situation is so tough, and then I just got to look at the player, which I think Burkhead's a fine player. He's very good, but he has an injury history that's probably more than likely not going to go nowhere. So at some point, you're going to be missing time with with uh, with, with him. I noticed um, you like the fly I took on Allison, huh, George? Have you taken him anywhere, Jamal Allison? Yes, yes, I have, and I think the problem is now – He's in earlier leagues. Now we're in August. The news is, you know, he's getting a little more pub here, especially when uh, if people were really paying attention. Aaron Rodgers came out and he trashed his wide receiver core, the young yep. wide receivers, mm-hmm. but except Allison. Yep. And I'm like, oh, why'd you say that for? You know, I didn't need to hear that. So, uh, you know, I like Allison. So, listen, someone's got to catch the ball there. You know, Cobb's a slot receiver, so I really don't count him. Someone's got to catch the ball there besides Devontae Adams. They didn't move Ty Montgomery back outside. So they want to give Allison a true shot here. 
And when Roger said that, that only made me feel better about him. So I think, uh, you know, where you know, a month ago I was able to get him in round 13, 14, I think because of the comments now he's going to go up a couple of rounds. You know, maybe around 10, around 11. Now that gets more annoying. No, no doubt. It makes it much more difficult. Like you said, it makes it more annoying. I just recently got him in round 14. So um, I think he could move up to that 10, 11 range, something like that. I agree with you. Uh, could even approach single digits if he has a good game in the preseason. Where are you drafting Corey Davis at this year? You know, it's funny. Uh, I think it was uh, Jake Seeley and uh, I think it was Jim Day who were having a Twitter conversation about him earlier. All right. Uh, I mean, I love the talent, Corey. Can he stay healthy? Uh, I might want to take more of a shot uh, with him if he was on a passing offense, if he was playing with Aaron Rodgers, you know, Tom Brady. You know, so t- this is a running team. Tennessee has a very good defense. It's not the Minnesota Vikings defense or Chargers defense or the Rams defense, but it's a very good defense. It's not next tier down. And they're going to run the ball. Derrick Henry, Deion Lewis, even Mariota run the ball. They're not going to be a big-time passing game. Uh, now I'd also like to know the, the health of Rashad Matthews. Who really, I, we talked to Jim White yesterday with Tennessee uh, Titans website. Who I think Matthews, he said Matthews had barely practiced since March or May. Matthews is banged so up, right? Right, he's banged up. So that would help Davis, but he's banged up too. And he always gets hurt. So I, I'm not going to be able to spend a valuable draft pick. You know, and I, for me, valuable is really my top eight picks. You know, I don't think I can do it because I'm, I'm going to be very – I'm conservative draft to Corey. I don't like drafting guys who get hurt because when they do, guess whose fault that is? That's my fault. Yours. I knew it. You knew it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going to be very wary of this, plus they're not going to be a throwing team here. I love the talent, and I want to grab him. But in the end, unless he's, his value falls, or other people feel the same way, he's there in round nine, round ten, I'm not going to have too many shares. Who would you rather have, Cooper Cup or Will Fuller? Oh, I love Cup. Love Cup. And I, but once again, I don't think that offense is going to be big time as far as throwing the ball. Uh, and where's he on the depth chart there? You know, you got Cooks. You got Robert Woods. They're going to run the ball a whole lot. Give me Will Fuller. Somebody's gotta, someone else has to catch the ball there besides the, uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Nice. Okay. Uh, Will Fuller or Emmanuel Sanders? You know, are, you, are we getting afraid of what was Cortland Sutton talk? No, know how not. good he's looked in camp here. I'm not either. I think Emmanuel Sanders is a really good receiver. I think this is Will Fuller or Emmanuel Sanders. They're going to try and run the ball. They are with Royce Freeman, but I don't think it's going to be uh, successful. I think they are going to have to throw the ball. I'll take Sanders, but I, I, I go back to what I said before, man. Hopkins is the, such the focus there. They're not going to be able to run the ball either. They're going to throw the ball a lot with Watson. And teams are going to double cover him. Fuller's going to have one-on-one. You know what? I take it back. I'm going Will Fuller. Oh, wow. George, you're real high on Will Fuller, huh? I, I, it's, it's not so much Fuller. It is that, I, like I said, Lamar Miller, I think, is at best an average back. I think if Dante Foreman was healthy, he'd give Miller a damn good run for that starting job there. I agree but with you But I don't think Miller's going to be anything special. So they're going to have to throw the ball. We all know that Darren Hopkins is great. All right? He's a first-round pick fight. I have no, no issues there. But he's not going to catch every damn pass. They don't have a tight end worth a damn. So, I mean, Fuller has to be, uh, he's one-on-one, no uh, safety over the top, no double coverage, no number one cornerback. I, I mean, I, it's hard not to like this guy. Uh, granted, it's risky. Uh, it was just kind of weird for me since I'm generally a conservative exactly. guy here. Yeah, but Sanders, I know what he can be. And I think if my second wide receiver, which is, or even third wide receiver, which is what we're talking about here, 
I'm willing to go with the upside of Fuller here. I am, I'm definitely higher on Fuller than most, mainly because since someone else has to catch the ball there besides Hopkins. Okay, no, I, I, can, I can agree with you on, on that one. I just look at uh, Fuller's skill set, and I'm like, he can play, though. It's, um, and um, I just find it interesting. I'm trying to look at some other wide receivers in that range. You would, would you, you would take Crabtree over Fuller? No, I'm not big on Baltimore at all. I'm, I'm staying away from that. I'm not taking anybody on Baltimore. Maybe Alex Collins. You know, that, that's different, the running back. But as far as the receivers, Brown, Sneed, my thinking is this. I, I'm not a big Flacco guy. And sooner or later, they're going to Lamar Jackson. You know, that's happening. You know, and when that happens, that can hurt the whole receiver core. If Crabtree was still with a better team, uh, I think he's a better receiver, yes, but in a worse situation. Interesting that you're talking about uh, Baltimore or uh, Ravens. I'm about to say Orioles. You know, this is the wrong show. To be they losing yet? Baltimore Orioles. I'm sure. Martinez hit another home run. Oh what? God! Do I have to hear that again, George? JD I, I imagine. I don't think home runs. It's <laughs> not going to stop no time soon. Baltimore. Yes, it does. Peter Angelos yeah. don't own the Orioles, man. JD Martinez owns the Orioles. When we come back, we won't be talking about the Orioles. We'll be talking about the Ravens. I want to follow up with George on Alex Collins. I want to see what he thinks about some of the other backs in that same range. A little bit later on, get to review my Flex League drafts from last weekend. It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy Weekend Edition. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Fancy Football Frenzy Weekend Edition right here on FNTSY Radio. The exec and George Kurtz going through week one of the preseason, looking at some draft boards. When we left off, George, it was actually about Alex Collins, and I want to know where kind of where you feel to him as, somebody, as compared to some of the other running backs because I feel like Collins is a guy who can move up draft boards now, especially with this injury to Darius Geis. Uh, first question I ask you about, you like Collins or Kenyon Drake? I'll go Collins there. I think Gore is going to eat into more of uh, Drake's carries than people realize. I don't think Gore is done. I, I think they are, he's, he's a guy who needs a caddy. I think it'll be 60-40 in Drake's favor here, and I don't love the Miami offense either here. So give me, uh, give me Collins. All right. Collins or Derrick Henry? Henry. I'm, I'm a Henry guy. People, once again, people are all freaked out because uh, uh, Deion, Deion Lewis. Lewis is there. I, listen, I like Lewis as well. I would take Henry above Lewis because Henry is going to be is going to be the touchdown guy. I like this Tennessee team. I think I would go Henry in that one also. Uh, I think I think Henry's a better player than Deion Lewis, and like we said, the talent will win. Alex Collins or Jay Ajayi? Collins. Uh, too too many cooks in the kitchen there. In Philadelphia, uh, you got a Jai, you got uh, you got Corey Clement. Who they're not going to forget about him. You know, I think Clement's a good player as well. And then we also got uh, Darren Smallwood. Oh yes, yeah, Sproles is back. Not worried about Smallwood as much. I would, me neither. I'm not worried about Smallwood. Clement is is a, is an issue. 
and those and that knee of Jai is the issue also. That's probably one of the reasons why they manage his reps. I would take Ajay, uh maybe over Drake. And that's really about it. Um, I can see myself taking Ajay over Kenyon Drake, but I would take Alex Collins and Derrick Henry both over Jay over Jay Ajay. Um when it comes to another running back duo, uh, not duo, but uh, I want to ask you about, I like Jordan Howard more than I like Joe Mixon and I'm Sean McCoy. I'm with you there. No, no argument right. there at all. I, I like Howard a lot. I think uh, he got a bad rap last year. Yes, he dropped some passes, cost him a game or two, but he's a very good running back. And more importantly, the team has gotten better around him, which only helps. His ADP could rise. Um, you, like, you like Howard or Devontae Freeman? I'll still take Freeman ahead of him, but barely, barely. And I can be talked out of this very easily because, like I said, if I take Freeman, I have to get Coleman a few rounds later. I'll say this over and over again. If I was in this league and I took Freeman and then you took Coleman in round eight, I'd be pissed. And actually, I'd be pissed because uh, you really got him where you should have gotten him. It was my fault for not grabbing him in round seven, and that's a problem. Do you want it? It goes back to the question I asked you earlier. Do you want to take two running backs on the same team? I understand it's a good team. But still, it's you sort of in some ways you're spending an extra draft pick. Yeah, no, I, I exactly. I, I feel what you're saying on that one. Um, would you, uh, Howard or Jarek McKinnon? Howard, easily. That's, that's it's not even remotely. I'm not a big McKinnon guy, and I don't you're like not what I'm hearing guy. out of. Uh, yeah. yeah. So give give me Howard. Howard or McCaffrey. Ugh. Do I want the catches or do I want the touchdowns? It's really, I mean, I'm not big on McCaffrey either. You know what? I'm, I'm, boy, I'm getting back on the, the Howard bandwagon here, and he killed me last I mean, year. I mean, uh, uh, next is going to be Howard to let it for net. No, I'll take Fournette there. Okay, I like Fournette. I understand. That's, I, that's, what we yeah, the line. that's where I drove a line. That's where I drove a line. I like that. <laughs> I like that one right there. Let's not get too crazy. Now, I like Jordan Howard this year, too. I'm going to have to try to figure out a Drake. I don't have him anywhere yet, but I definitely is a player that I would look to uh, to get involved with a little bit later on. Chris Carson's starting to move up draft boards. So when I hear Carson moving up to where his ADP might be where the same as Penny's in the next couple of weeks, right? Penny's dropping, Carson's moving up, but I'm thinking, you know what? How about screw the Seahawks running game altogether? I, I like that. That's what I like. I have, I have <laughs> I'm, not I'm not taking Carson. I'm not taking Penny. I'm not taking Procise. Don't want any of them. Okay? I don't like uh, this offensive line. I don't like the fact that Baldwin's out for the preseason, that Russell Wilson has no, no one else to throw to. No, thank you. If you, if you pick up Carson, what's going to happen when Penny does start? Or is it going to be a split? You're playing that guessing game. No, no. I'll avoid it altogether. Staying all the way. I know they want to run the football. I just don't think they can yet. I agree. I, you know, so you'll get I, no longer from me. I think this team's – plus, think about it this way. That defense is nowhere near good, as good as it used to be, right? It's not. And anyway, nope. you look at it. It's not as good anywhere near, which means, guess what? They're going to be trailing in games. When you trail, you throw. You don't run the ball as much. That's an issue. Procise may end up having the biggest value out of all these out of these three. He, he's hurt again. You know that, right? Yeah, shocking. Right? There's there's a breaking news for you. Procise is injured. He's going to have to play flag football. He's going to have to be in that flag football league. That's where he's going to have to play at. You give it five years, Goodell will have his thing in the flags. It's, it, it, it very well could be headed that way where the XFL is now going to become what we know as the NFL, and the NFL is going to become a flag football league. 
Interesting. They, they seem to want. I mean, I, I get it with all the concussion lawsuits and all, but I got it. I mean, uh, you gotta let the guys play. I mean, uh, they know what they're getting into, and uh, you want to make the game as safe as possible. With this new helmet rule. No one knows what's going on. In this helmet rule. I mean, helmet every officiating, officiating crew is calling it differently. It, it's it's frustrating. Let me ask you about. Uh, have you? Are you not a guy that's buying in on this Naheem Hines hype? Are you? Uh, I mean, you maybe you have to buy in it a little bit because uh, what Mac is now out, right? So he's hurt, uh, and he, it looks like that's a multiple week injury as far as uh, Mac is concerned with the hammy. Hines gets pretty slow. He doesn't hasn't looked great either. Then the guy maybe you want to get in on it. Maybe Wilkins. You know, he I may be the so. guy I'm looking at there. Yeah, the that's problem is the this. Guy this is another team. Put a dollar on. Yeah, I think if I was to, if I was drifting tonight, I'd probably go Wilkins. But this is another situation, Corey. I, I I'd like to stay away from it if possible. I do have some shares of Mac, so I'm going to have to deal with that. But uh, I think from here on out, until I until things become more clearer, I'm probably not taking another Colts running back. I agree with you. I think if you put a dollar on on Wilkins in your last round, no problem with that. Would you rather have where where do you when you look at Corey Clement? What kind of tear is he in for you? Is he with, like, the Marlon Max and the Naheen Himes, or is he more like with the Ty Montgomery's, Duke Johnson, Chris Thompson's? No, he falls uh, not with those guys, not with the Duke Johnson's, Montgomery. The guys, gonna, we know what their roles are because we don't know what his role is. Okay. Uh, Clement, I mean, that's why it's, it's a headache in Philadelphia. I think if they were going to use him that way, yes, that's where he would be. Because he is that kind of player here. But this is what kills the Ajayi, uh, you know. If Darren Sproles wasn't there, I would probably put Clement just what you said. But now Darren Sproles is there. Do they do those two cancel each other out? Do all three cancel each other out? You know, we don't know what the role is because Clement can sort of do both. He can be that third, third down pass catcher or he can run the ball first and second down. You know, so he, is he a mixture of both? Is he blow, giving a, you know, a rest to both players? Uh, I don't like going with guys who I don't have defined roles. I understand in some ways that's why drafting early is a, is a problem because we don't know yet. You know, three weeks we probably will have a much clearer definition. Uh, but that's also why I tend to play it safe and I'll stay away. And I'm, 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 there's no reason to really take any blame with you on that one, George. My telephone is ringing. I wonder who it is. It's Scott Engel. It's not me. It's Scott Engel. You're kidding. Can <laughs> we just talk about this last week how he calls when you guys are on? That's, that's hilarious. Sean, what's your dad doing? <laughs> Not listening to the radio. <laughs> well, my dad isn't doing that that's right funny. now. <laughs> yeah, no, he's not listening to the radio right now. Oh, I got to get in touch with the king after the program is over. Um, George, anything else to take out from you this preseason? I lost my I lost my spot where I was at on my page. Um, after I looked, well, to see you know, for me is uh, I think that what. Listen, when it comes to preseason, I'm a Cowboy fan. I, owe, I just no injuries. I don't care if you get hurt. And it's the same with my fantasy yeah. team. Uh, it was depressing on Friday. You know, when I, oh, guys is out for the year. Because all I start thinking about it, you start going, oh, I think I got him on four teams already. You know, now I'm behind the eight ball in those leagues. I have to, you know, you start going through your, uh, your stuff. Okay, who do I and have? Is there anybody left? I saw, I'm looking at waiver already, wires already. There you go. You're looking at the waiver wire already, trying to figure out who you're going to pick up. Wow. For, and this is a play that I've never played my, before. 
I actually mark on my calendar when, uh, you know, because certain leagues are changed. Some leagues you can't, uh, after the draft, you can't uh, waive a wide receiver until after week one. Some run before week one. So I have to actually write on my calendar, okay, this league, you know, uh, whatever, whatever I call the league, uh, it runs on August 26th. So I need, I need to know, uh, need to be available, make sure I'm there that night, put in a bid for whichever running back. And uh, it's amazing how this drives us. Uh, it ruined my night Friday. It, it did. You know, I'm... I try, I try not to let my fantasy teams affect my uh, everyday life, but this is more for uh, probably baseball or hockey, the daily sports. And it happens on Sundays during football season. But if I'm having a good fantasy night, wow, adrenaline's going good. Oh, I want some money in my DFS. You know, yeah. you feel good, feeling alive. I'm going to stay up late tonight and watch all the games. Oh, I had a bad night. You know what? It's 10 o'clock. I think I'm tired. I'm going to bed. Yeah, you know what? What it is is I want want to get to the next day. I want to get to the next day, Corey, so I can start all over again. See if I have a better better day, better night. Yeah, you can figure it out. No, tell me about it. (laughs) How is your baseball DFS going? Baseball DFS has been solid. Uh, I I think I had a better year last year, but it's been solid this year. I don't don't play as much as I should as far as uh, the amount of games. I wish I did play more because I am the type of person, Corey, if I'm not home between 6 and 7, I'm not going to play. I agree. I'm just not because uh, then I can't make those late moves. And, you know, I, I, I ref at, the, at a hockey rink, and those games start at 7, which means I have to leave my house at 6. And it's annoying if I don't play because the owner of the hockey rink is always telling me about his teams. I'm like, great. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Glad, glad you're playing. I'm going to be out there getting yelled at for four hours. You know, you have a good time with your fantasy teams. You know, but, uh, yeah, because I hate it. There's nothing more annoying. Then you, know, you, uh, you find out a late inact, um, a late scratch. You know your shortstop's not playing. You know, your outfielder's not playing. The pitcher was scratched. Because then you put in you know, odds are you're not going to win now. And I wasn't able to make the change because I'm not at a computer. You know, so uh, I won't play in any sport: baseball, f- f- uh, hockey, football. Generally, I'm at computer all Sunday morning, so I can do it. But uh, I won't play if I can't be at a computer. No, I I I've, I find it um difficult to to compete also. If you can't be up there right into first pitch or the tip off or whatever it is for uh, whatever DFS sport you're playing, I agree with you 100. percent I think basketball is the hardest, right? Isn't that the sport you guys where there's a lot of late inactives? Yes, a lot. I think with the gambling laws in effect now, I think you'll start seeing that change, though. Interesting. You, you may be right because people would be up in arms now. Yeah, people be really ticked off. Uh, oh, that's you know, Corey, that's an interesting uh, topic. There, I wonder if this will change in all sports, for that matter. But maybe in NBA because they sit guys to rest them because they know they're going to win, uh, make the playoffs or win anyway. In hockey and uh, baseball, generally we know pretty far ahead of time if someone's going to sit. Because line, lineups generally come out in baseball three to four hours early. Where you, if you're following the right people uh, online, you you can find out what the lineups are for these teams. And in hockey, it's a little tougher because it's not uh, covered as well as the other sports, but usually we know the inactives there. The problem with hockey is goaltenders, and that's such a big, important part of DFS, and sometimes we don't know about them until close to game time. Yeah, no, and that's the thing right there. So, um, like I said, I'll get into it more when we get to NFL season, probably go over to the Meadowlands or out to Monmouth Park and get some of that action too. Um, But, yeah, that's about it. As far as this NFL preseason games go, George, it was good to see some action on the field this week. Good to see Deshaun Watson back out there. Good to see Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes um, is interesting. What do you think about him this year? He's still going off the borders like QB 11. I'm not taking him as my QB 1. I think that's uh, a little nuts. He's played one NFL game. All right, one. And it meant nothing. 
was yep. week 17 last year. So I, th- I think that's silly. I have no problem. You know, you're playing a super flex quarterback two league as your second quarterback. Yeah, of course, obviously, no issues yep. there. Mm-hmm. But in this in today's NFL, I mean, you look at the list of quarterbacks. Who are you taking him over? I mean, if you're going, it means you, you like him better than Matt Ryan. You know, do you like him better than Matt Stafford, Roethlisberger, Rivers, Luck? These are all guys going in that nine to twelve range. Yep. You know, you're not. It's not like you're taking him over Eli Manning or someone like that. Who I can understand. Yeah. You're taking him over a proven NFL quarterback. I think that's. I think it's silly. Would you take him over Alex Smith? Would I take him over Alex Smith? It's close. It's certainly a conversation. Yeah. You know, I, agree. I can certainly see the argument here. Um, boy, I did have to take, you know, I, in the, uh, that, that Roto-Wire League, I did have to take Alex Smith as my quarterback one. There was a big quarterback run, but people taking second quarterbacks before I could take the one. I don't think Mahomes was available. I, I don't mind Alex Smith. I mean, I liked him a whole lot more. With Geis, right? When, uh, when Geis was healthy. Because I, yeah. I thought Geis was the key to that team, Corey. I really did. I mean, a strong running game, I think that's what Alex Smith needs. Strong running game. You know, well-rounded team, it would work out well. Now he doesn't have that. You know, and I don't think Kelly and Perrine can get it done. Um, I don't mind Alex. But I don't think, let's, let's put it this way. I don't think he'll, if I don't win that league, I don't think he'll be the reason I lose. No, no, no. I agree with you on that. When it, it, won't, it won't be because of him. It'll be because of Darius Geis. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Funny, I do have Geis in that league, but, well, I had him in that league. Yeah, he was my fourth-round <laughs> pick, so that sucks. Geis in the fourth. Only thing we need now is to lose one or other. That could, be, that could be the name of my fantasy team. Guys in the fourth. Guys, I have one every league. I like. I like that. You know what? I might. I might change my one of my team names to Guys in the fourth. Oh man. Darius How do you go Sue? about you, you? See, see, well, you play in a lot of leagues. So do I. I keep my team name the same in every league. Yeah. You know, because I don't. I don't want to think. Oh Christ! What did I name my team in this league? You know, and uh, what? I don't even know anymore. You know, I, that's why I keep it the same name in every league so I can find my team right away. I, I do the same thing. And then it's, with me, a lot of it is about what website am I playing on. So I'll log on to a site. I'm like, okay, I got this team, this team, and this team. Log on to this site. I got this team, this team, and this team. And then as the year goes it's on. A, I, I'd like to be funnier with my names, but in the end, I, I don't have time. You know, I got to make sure I can find. Oh, them. You know, yeah, if you're playing yeah. in twenty leagues. Yeah, I got to find my yeah. team. All right, and I got to move on here. Yeah, I don't have time for the humor. Uh, I'm just trying to make it to the next Sunday, the next wave of wire period. You know what I mean? I'm acting like I'm going out there for real, George. That's the but that's the hardest part about playing in multiple leagues is the wave of wire and the fab. You know, you're playing in you know, 10, 12, 14 leagues. You may have, you know, seven different times to run waivers. Wednesday night at 10, Tuesday night at 9, Thursday night at 8. I mean, you never know. It, drives, it can drive you insane as far as the waiver wires in all the leagues. That's why it's one of the bigger reasons why I've, I've uh, calmed down the amount of yearly leagues I play in because I can't take it anymore about uh, trying to find the waiver wire times. Yep, there you go. Final segment of the program, getting ready to come up on the other side, going to run through my team from the uh, the Flex uh, Fantasy League of Experts had that draft last weekend down there in the nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Shout out to the all-in kid, Jake Seeley, that crew, putting together a good weekend down there. I was only allowed to go out there, not allowed to, but I only went out there. I uh, went out there, did the draft, and came right back, hung out for a little bit, but I was back in Manhattan. I was back uptown by midnight last Saturday. Got in here before it was Sunday morning. Got me a good rest. And now we are good to go. Now, when we come back on the other side, get ready to break it all down and wrap it up. 
on the Fantasy Football Frenzy Weekend Edition. Going over this Flex League draft, it's the Fantasy Executive George Kurtz. Like a great pass rusher, the Roto Experts will help you sack your fantasy football competition. When you register for their exclusive Edge Fantasy Package, you get a cheat sheet generator plus a player database with sortable projections and rankings from the best in the business. And you can join the fantasy conversation in the 24-7 Slack chat channel. Visit rotoexperts.com to register for the exclusive Edge Fantasy Package and enter the promo code FNTSY and you get a 10% discount. That's the rotoexperts.com exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package promo code FNTSY. Fantasy Football Frenzy Weekend Edition right here at FNTSY Radio. The executive George Kurtz getting closer and closer to kickoff 2018. Make sure you sign up for Roto Expert exclusive edge package. Use the promo code FRENZY at checkout. You get your rankings, your projections, all the stuff you need to take you from draft day all the way through the end of week 17. If you play that long, which you probably shouldn't anyway. So last weekend, George had the fourth pick in the draft. I've been in this league for four years, my fourth year in this league. Out of those four years, this is my third year in a row where my first-round draft pick was Ezekiel Elliott in the same league. Well, at least you're consistent. It's a keeper league, and you didn't even know it. I know, exactly. It's a keeper league. I didn't even know it. The 12-team redraft that has actually turned into a keeper league. Gurley, Bell, David Johnson, I had the fourth pick. I go Zeke, Barkley goes fifth. Interesting one about this, for the first time and only time I've ever seen, uh, Kareem Hunt slides into the second round. That's surprising. Uh, mm-hmm. Makes you wonder why. Not, not that I truly dislike it. You know, I don't hate it. That being said, I, uh, I, I have Hunt behind Barkley, behind Kamara, He's right after that. So he's not in my top six, but he's certainly in the conversation after that. Uh, I think he's going to have – I don't want to worry about Andy Reid not using him again. Is that what is it? Is it Mahomes? That team's going to build up and to stop the, uh, the running game, forcing Mahomes to beat them? Is that what the problem is here? Uh, who are we taking above him? Cook, Gordon, Fournette? Can sort of see it, but I would still have Hunt above those guys. Yep. Yeah, um, uh, Cook and Fournette went above, above him. Which yeah, is not I, the, I, could, I don't. Really, I, w- I wouldn't hate it's it. It's not the end of the world, but I just it's just funny to see Hunt in the second round. I definitely think he's a f- more middle of the first round guy, but um, a lot of people are not as high on him as I am. So in the second round, Devonte Adams is slipping to me, and I realized I got the all in kid drafting one spot in front of me, so I knew I wasn't going to have Devonte Adams and Ezekiel eight to start. Because that wouldn't have been fair right there. So I said, okay. Uh, excuse me. Gronk has been taken. So it means that somebody else is falling down the board. And I look up at the top of my queue, and who's sitting there but Christian McCaffrey? So in the second round, I started. Uh, well, I took McCaffrey in the second. So I started. Ezekiel Elliott, Christian McCaffrey, my first running back, running back start in a while. 
Okay, uh, running. I don't mind going running back, running back. I don't mind that at all. You know, uh, that uh, that could work out very. Matter of fact, I'll be writing in a column this week for the Roto Experts uh, exclusive edge package about draft sequencing. About uh, I won't say what you should do, but I guess what your options are: running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, a mixture of both. So uh, I don't. I don't. I'll probably never go wide receiver, wide receiver. But running back, running back is an option I have. The question is McCaffrey. Like I said, I, the, the problem I. Problem with McCaffrey is touchdowns. He's just not going to get that many of them, not unless he's uh, catching a 12-yard touchdown pass. So okay. he's all gonna, in my mind, it could be right around six, half dozen. So that's my only problem with Christian McCaffrey. I think I'd make up for it with Zeke, though, who could score 16. Sure, you could look at it that way. <laughs> you know, and I can't argue with that. Uh, I don't know if I want to count on that. Uh, who are the other running backs who are available? Uh... McKinnon. No. Howard. Howard? Uh, see, yeah. I, I already said I would have gone Howard, so I think we know we know where I would have landed there. But that had been taking Howard at two twelve. I mean at two at two nine. I, I don't mind what? that. I'm I said I am I'm getting higher and higher on Howard. You know, it's uh, I, I just think it's like, as much as I'm down Good. Put it put it like this. I was I was under the impression that I can get Howard in the second in the third round. Oh, see, that's different. If you think you could, uh, he'll slide that far, then then I wake. So we all do that play that game. You start doing the math. All right, six slots till I go again. You know, if you have time, which sometimes you don't in these draft, but if you have time, he's, all right. Only this guy already has two running backs, so you can sort of whittle down the name. And Howard could slip. You're right because he still has uh, some warts or some uh, you know some dirt from last season where people are a little concerned about him because. Uh, I said he definitely hurt a, couple, a few of my teams. You know, where he uh, underperformed, or had big weeks and had slow off weeks. Not what you want to see. So therefore, I'm sort of leaning back towards what you were doing here. What wide receivers were available though? So that you went Elliott where I'm one. Uh, um, Mike Evans, Adam Thielen, T.Y. Hilton, Steph Diggs, Allen Robinson. All right, well, you, you name my guy. Who? T.Y. 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 I had taken T.Y. But I just Especially if you were leaning towards Howard in round three. I just started the draft earlier in the week with Elliott and Hilton, though. Should that affect you, though? Think about that. First couple of rounds, should that affect you? You're taking oh, the best player. Generally, you're taking the best player available. If it I ends up working it. out, we get the same guy in every round. Listen, I feel real bad for you. They got Elliott in so many leagues, Corey. I'm crying for you here. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I shouldn't complain. But I said, you know what, I'm going to leave him there. I'm going to go to running back. I didn't own McCaffrey nowhere. This is a PPR league. You know, I, I have some stock in Christian McCaffrey. I'm sure this won't be the last time I won't be drafted T.Y. Hilton since I'm more aggressive on him than most people, so I let him pass in this one. That's that's the best excuse I can give you. I mean, th- there'll be some leagues where I'll look at, and uh, all right, T.Y. Hilton's available again. I mentioned I have been in a whole bunch of leagues, and there's, there's another player who I have maybe right behind him. Okay, yes, I might go with that player just to uh, separate myself a little bit so I don't get screwed again like I did with Geist now. You know, running back's a little different. I, I have to take the best running back because there's not many of them out there. So, uh, like I said, as much as I make it fun of you, I, I, there are leagues I'll do the same exact thing where I'll go with a different player because I don't want to have the same guy on 18 teams and now I'm screwed. I came back in the third. I took Allen Robinson. I love Allen Robinson. You're not the biggest Allen Robinson guy. I came back in the fourth, and I think I might have dropped the ball here. I came back in the fourth, and I took Sony Michelle. 
Yeah, and uh, oh, of course he got hurt now, so now it's a bad pick. I'm not big on the show. You've already, I won't take any New England running back. I just won't do it. I know I'm going to eat it. I know I'm going to be pissed off. That's what really, really why I won't, because I know there'll be weeks I'm going to be pissed off because I guessed wrong. Oh, no, not this week. Now it's Burkhead. Michelle barely plays. You know, and I don't want to go through that. That's why I avoid that. So I take Michelle. The next player, the next, uh, the next guy was Michael Rathburn. He took Royce Freeman. And I'm like, geez, Louise. One week later, I'm like, this was a mistake right here. I came back in five. I took Emmanuel Sanders. I'm a Emmanuel Sanders guy. I came back in six, George, and took Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I, I already told you I have no problem with Rodgers in six because he slipped. You know, uh, I, would, uh, I would think I'd we'll take a Rodgers in five because I think he's going ADP maybe, since four, maybe five, four. I think about six yeah. is it's like, you know, it's, I mean, mind you, George, this is six, seven turn. Well, you know, you wonder if uh, everyone's listening to what we're saying. You know, wait on the quarterback. Wait on the quarterback. Wait on the quarterback. But and this, that's at why. some point, it becomes wait. ridiculous. I agree. That's why people, people misconstrue when we say wait on the quarterback. It's according to value. I don't want to take a quarterback in round one. You know, yeah. around two, around three. You know, Aaron Rodgers' ADP says he's going around end of three, four. If he's there around six, he's mine. There you go. So Aaron Rodgers came back in seven. And I got my first year Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Uh, I mean, I like him. He's having, and he's having a very good uh, pre preseason, good training camp. It looks like him and uh, Jared Goff really are uh, working well together. My only issue with any Ram wide receiver is that this is a team that can win games with Gurley and the defense alone. Yep. And that's it. They don't need that defense is legit. Gurley is great. They don't need anybody else. You know, so they're gonna are they gonna ask Goff to be more of a Troikman type? You know, throw when you have to, but really, we have our Emmett Smith, we have our good defense, we don't need you to put the ball up forty times a game. You know, so I wonder if that's what this team is going to be. Came back in eighth and grabbed Funches. Came back in the ninth and took Nick Chubb. I'm still want to believe in Chubb and seeing him in there in the ninth. That not much of a you know, not to worry about that one coming back to bite me, because in the ninth, um, you know, I feel like you know, it's not too big of a hurt. And the tenth, I took Nick Doyle. And the eleventh, George, I mean Nick Doyle, Jack Doyle. And the eleventh, George, I took Des Bryant. Where does Des end up? Uh, we talked about this this morning. Uh, and I, st I know you and I have talked about this extensively. I still think, uh, man, I wish you would go to Indianapolis. Yeah, Indianapolis <laughs> would be great. I mean, there's only one person to throw through there in T.Y. Hilton. Right? They just lost Dion Kane. He's gone. Uh, I know that Jack Doyle is a fine tight end. But, man, Des Bryant would make so much sense there. You know, with, uh, with Andrew Luck. To begin. It's funny. They finally uh, they dra they drafted the... Uh, the offensive lineman in the first round. So they want to give Luck more protection. Yet now they don't have any really talent around him to throw to, to catch the ball. You know, Ryan Grant is, you know, he's a blah. He's nothing special here. So, I said, I really wish we've heard, I've heard nothing, no rumors at all about this. The only thing we've heard, we've heard is that he's, you know, Cleveland's interested. And I don't think that's a great spot for him because Josh Gordon will be back. Jarvis Landry will be there. I mean, where does, uh, the, uh, where does Des fall as far off the target? But if he would go to Indianapolis... I think he would be a gr uh, really a damn good number two to T.Y. Hilton. Plus, he pretty much wants a one-year deal, build up his value. Well, you know, you got Andrew Luck throwing the ball to you. You're going to be trailing a lot of games. I'm not so sure you can do better than the Indianapolis. Yeah, so um, I, I listen. 
in Cleveland, it could be interesting, but so many pieces. But I do think you at least get a wide receiver three flex out of it if he goes to Cleveland. Maybe even a low-end wide receiver two. So I like the Des Bryant. Round 12, I got Chris Carson. Yeah, I'm I'm staying away. New England and Seattle, not touching Detroit. I'm probably not going to have much to do with Just too many cooks in the kitchen there. Philadelphia is another team. Uh, that I, I mean, I don't mind this. You got them around level down 12. It's fine. Uh, they're all dartboard throws. But these are the teams there. I know they're going to give me headaches. You know, and uh, because I don't, I don't, I'm trying to take as much guessing as possible out of the yep. game. And with all these teams, you're guessing. Came back in 13 and got David and Joku. I love that. Like I said, yeah. I, I can I can live with Njoku as my tight end one. I can live with it. It's um, to paraphrase Joe Girardi, it may not be what you want. But if you waited forever on a tight end, Njoku is not a bad tight end one. He had two touchdowns yesterday. Maybe he's turning around his camp. I got a oh, – remember, I took Doyle earlier, so I'm not – you know, I wasn't – I don't like to – this is no kicker, so I used that kicker to grab a second tight end. I didn't see no reason to get a second quarterback when I had Aaron because I got Aaron Rodgers. So eventually I just get a quarterback off the waiver wire if I need it for a bye week. Agreed. I don't listen. I don't like drafting backup quarterbacks either. It depends on the league. You know, talking yeah. about this earlier this morning. Now, once again, you and I have been playing this forever. Have you seen a change over the past couple of years where more and more leagues owners are grabbing that second quarterback? It used to be no one ever did, and I don't like drafting one. But in a lot of leagues I play in now, this past couple of years now, I'm, I sort of have no choice because a lot of these owners are taking a second quarterback. Um, I, I think you see it more and more. And then I think, obviously, with the Superflex, you're starting to see that pop up more and more, too. So I think all that has something to do with it also. Um, I feel as if um, you can have – people know what people are doing, and I think this part is kind of uh, silly. They're, like, they're getting a spot in the draft where they don't know who to draft, so they draft that second quarterback and be like, okay, I can just trade him. And that's BS, by the way. That's I know a stupid. lot of guys have done that. Yeah, and I heard that during the Rotowire draft. Oh, well, I'll just trade him. It doesn't work that way. You don't get the value. Because everyone knows exactly. you have to deal them. You're eating a spot on your roster, and you're probably going to have to release them anyway during one of the bye weeks because you don't want to take a zero at a position. You know, So that's why I, I just prefer to draft a running back or a wide receiver uh, in, the, in those slots. I hate taking a backup quarterback. I only do it. You know, I'll never be the first person to take a backup quarterback unless, like I said, six, seven, eight other guys did it. I'm like, oh, crap. Now I don't have a choice because I can't be stuck you know, without a second quarterback in case my guy gets hurt. Superflex League is, of course, completely different. You know, you, we, you can start two quarterbacks then. In those types of leagues, I'm probably going to have two, two quarterbacks my first four picks. Yep. So you said your next draft is next weekend? My next Only... draft will be immediately after this show. Next Sunday, I'll be making the trip uh, further out, well, further in on Long Island to a uh, two-quarterback league, in which I have the sixth overall pick. Would you be going with a quarterback at six? Oh, two quarterback leagues, six points for a touchdown pass. Odds are my first two picks are quarterbacks. I don't yeah. like the way this league is set up. It's not my league. You know, I don't like the way this league is set up. You have to take quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, my sixth overall pick will be a quarterback. It's just a matter of who. Odds are people will take – there will be a girl that will go before then. Bell will go before then. So I'll have a top four guy. I just don't know how it's going to shake out. Okay. Oh, wow. And you think you, – so you think, like, even with you picking six – you don't think your player is going to be Aaron Rodgers? No, no, no. It, it won't be Aaron Rodgers. I don't think it'll be Aaron Rodgers. I think it could be anybody after that because in the second tier, you know, your Brady's, your Wentz, uh, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, you, you never know what someone's thinking, who they put ahead of him. I'd be thrilled to get Russell Wilson. That being said, I expect that he'll be gone as well. 
Wentz, uh, it wouldn't, I think Wentz is the guy that might end up on me because uh, this is not, obviously it's not an expert league. So you may have some guys not thinking that he'll last, uh, that he'll start week one. And I don't mm-hmm. mind getting Wentz because I'll, I'll draft Wentz and I'll, I will draft Nick Foles at some point late, much later in the draft just to cover myself for week one. Okay, that makes sense. Because like you said, that you can just grant Nick Wentz and Foles and then just grab another quarterback and then that will be your three right there. That makes sense. Right, and I'll, I'll, I'll release Foles uh, once uh, Wentz is healthy, and I'll pick up my, uh, my backup running back, wide receiver, whatever it is, once I feel comfortable with, uh, with Wentz. So uh, I don't mind doing it. I mean, maybe he doesn't last to me, but if he does, I'm fine with it. In my league the next day, that's a super flex league, and I have the fifth overall pick. So I'm not married to a quarterback at five. I will see how it plays out. It may end up being a top quarterback. It may end up being a top running back. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I think I also in my league, uh, I have an extra second-round pick. That's why I can play the game and take Bell and just take my two quarterbacks in the second round. Mm, that makes sense. Sound like you got it all figured out, Kurtz. I have the strategy figured out. I just don't know the players. And that, like I said, that could change dramatically. You never know. That's, this is what's really good about two quarterback and super flex leagues. You don't know what other people are thinking. They still might take, you know, the, uh, the Gurleys, the Elliots, Antonio Browns of the world before a quarterback. Or, for all I know, by the time I get to the sixth pick, top five quarterbacks are gone. I never know in these leagues because everyone's strategy is different. This is why I so much prefer Superflex and two quarterback leagues. It's more fun. I don't, I don't exactly know what's going to go on. And there you go right there. I'll have a draft this Saturday night. Uh, beat the Fantasy Executive Best Ball League over at playffwc.com. Still got some spots open. You want to hop in. Make sure you do that. You're checking this out on the replay. Make sure you hop in. PlayFFWC.com. That is the August 18th Beat the Fantasy Executive League. I believe it gets at 9 p.m. Eastern. I got an auction next Sunday night, George. So this week, throughout the course of the week, working on exclusive edge, rankings, Saturday, next weekend, we really start to get hardcore heavy in draft mode. Thanks for rocking with us, my man George Kirsch, for Sean Angle down there in the fancy pit of misery. We are out. Fancy Football Frenzy Weekend Edition. Talk to you next weekend.